Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The world has changed, and Microsoft Teams is there to help us stay connected. Teams is the safe and secure way to chat, meet, call, and collaborate. To learn more, visit Microsoft.com slash Teams. It's time! With Bruce Buffer. And now, it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We It's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Sacramento, California, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. This is No Holds Barred Radio, and we have a special co-host who is No Holds Barred Talking, Miss the Beautiful, Miss the sensual miss she's great we love her sammy hey i'm kayla as a mom working from home life is crazier than ever especially on days like these but i'm still ruling my day thanks to metro metro gave me an awesome phone and tablet now my son can get his homework done on the tablet without needing to borrow my laptop plus with metro amazon prime is included so i can access great deals and discounts on school essentials and get them delivered in no time with unlimited free shipping. All while keeping an eye on my son to make sure he finishes his online practice tests before he starts watching his favorite Amazon originals. Right now, get a new phone and tablet on us when you switch to Metro, the number one brand in prepaid. Plus, enjoy high-speed data on both devices with one Amazon Prime membership included for just $75 a month. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. I'm Kayla, and that's how I rule my day with Metro. With new lines of service after rebate redemption plus sales tax and activation fee. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members on select rate plans. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 a month cost. Restrictions apply. Hello, Sammy. F-Bomb count starts now. Oh, my God. That was awesome. Hey, Sammy, while he called you Miss seven times, you've been a hit on this show for about a decade. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Add three more misses. Wait, 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 wait. Would something happen that we don't know about? No, what are you talking about? No, no. You just kept calling her Miss, and I said she's a hit. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you said more misses as in misses. Oh, Sam. gosh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, that, that would, ooh. Yeah, I, I mean, no, I, don't, I, I don't have any misses. But, well, no, I mean, I the question is, do you have a mister? Like, that would be how yeah, you, you become dating, a missus. Yeah, you oh. were dating somebody recently. Is that still happening? It's so crazy. Yeah. Really, Sammy? No, this I is like three you. months. Okay. So, I, okay, I have a friend i have many friends and um oh bismarcky once told me that she always says he's just a friend yeah i love that song when you say you have many friends sammy do you sleep with all of your friends no only a couple okay okay so we're clarifying we've narrowed down the the type of friendship so go ahead yeah and literally i mean only two so there's only two guys that are friends that i bang around with so that's monday and tuesday one wednesday off thursday and friday saturday back and then sunday is for the day you take a rest is that how it works what do you think i'm 20 (laughs) i'm 53 years old dude (laughs) all right so one on monday one on friday and then you work the rest of the week i got it (laughs) one two weeks later (laughs) all right go ahead finish what you're telling us i'm tired just listening to this that's all i'm saying so, so okay so one of them both of them i've known for a super long time one of them has been a booty call for years and years and years and uh uh, he's never really gone away. He's always kind of been around and I see him occasionally, not often. This other guy, I 
dated briefly years ago. Um, super good friend. Uh, I know his family. I know the various other women he's been with in his life. Uh, friendly with all of them. He's a super terrific guy. Uh, hung around with him for, you know, about two months there for a bit going back, say a month ago, right? Because you said three months, Bruce, right? Something like right. that. Yeah. It's around the right time. So he's been MIA kind of for like the last month, which I'm the most easy going. Look, and I had a conversation with him last night and I was like, listen, no matter what you are in my life or friends, we fuck around, whatever it is, I'm just happier in my life. I'm a mature adult. This person is a fantastic man. I don't care what way I have him in my life. I'm just blessed that he is. Period. End of story. There you go. So um, he has sort of been MIA for the last month. And he called me last night after The Bachelor at to uh, explain where he's been. MIA dating someone else for the last three weeks and then it didn't work out, broke it off, and then, hi. Right. So, you calling right now? No. Oh. That's not even me. Is that you guys? Uh, Who's not, calling? I think it was Tom Cruise, right? <laughs> Sounded like it. Was that Mission Impossible, Buff? Yeah, no, that was the James Bond, Mike. That's oh, Brian calling. James Bond, sorry. Let me just tell him. Yeah, that's Brian oh, calling. is that your brother? Yeah, he's calling again. Hold on. Right. Brian, Everybody, hang on. Yeah. We're just gonna get a phone call real quick. Don't worry. We're the buffer not, bros. Not doing a radio show or anything. All right, we're all good. Oh, okay. <laughs> he understands. He so. understands. Okay. So, long story short, he rekindled something with an ex of his that he uh, was unresolved for him, right? And it presented itself, and he followed his heart in his head. And then realize that whatever it wasn't to begin with, it's better off that way. And then he came back around. So what you're saying is he took a break, he dated another woman, it didn't work out, so he came back. Yeah, but it's not like he really even left. Yeah, he did leave. He left and dated another woman for three weeks. I know, he, but he it just, wasn't he just, like he, you were exclusively dating and or had any kind of a commitment. See, Sam is the only type of woman that feels like men think. Because I think a lot of men think that way. But Sam yeah. actually is like, ah, yeah, I totally get it. Like, there's oh, no, no I, breaks for a lot of women, Sam. You realize you're the oddity here. I mean, you're cool, but you're an oddity here. Yeah, I know. No, you got a male attitude. We talked about that before on the show. But I have one question about Bachelor Number 1, the booty call. Yeah, love okay. him. Question. Love that guy. Question. Yeah. Who calls who? I'm predicting you call him. No, he calls me. Oh, wow. And you're receptive. So you don't pick up the phone. He calls you. No, I don't ever call anyone. You no. know what? I, let me ask you about that, Sam, because Bruce says that you have a male mentality when it comes to things like that. I, I totally agree. But it, it's one thing for a guy to be like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's another thing for them to actually be sort of cool. Do you feel like if you are too forward in coming on to a man, does it sort of make them... Uh, almost recoil a little bit and, and be uncomfortable by the fact that maybe they're being pursued rather than doing the pursuing? It depends for me. I don't feel like that pertains to me and my personality, but for other women, I can see, you know, uh, no one, it, it's the same for women. Like some women don't really want to be chased so hard by guys. It's a turnoff. So I'm sure guys probably feel the same about chicks that are all up their ass well, it can work. It can work two different ways, Sammy. It can work yeah. in the fact that they're being aggressive. If they're being aggressive sexually or physically, it can actually cause male performance syndrome in males because they're not the dominant one. They're being pursued, right. and right. you know that's that that happens to men. So you know, God, we're getting back to our old. Uh, um, oh my God! It's our show days is a little bit here. Yeah. Hey, it, it, it's a throwback Thursday here on It's Time. Throwback. Yeah, really. How cool is that? Yeah. All right, well, Sammy, I wish you the best of luck. Let's go on to some stuff. One story I know you're going to be all over. I'm going to count the F-bombs on that one when we get there. But we got to talk a little bit about, or a lot about, the UFC this weekend. Oh. I, did you happen to see it, Sammy? Okay, so hang on. I just want to preface your whole F UFC story with, so, you know, I moved and I'm in a new house and I have this whole entertainment outside living situation 
with like a living room and a TV and it's under like a, a, a house thing that's open. It's fucking amazing. Okay. So my neighbors have been renovating and constructioning their backyard for, I don't know, the last six months or so. And it was finally ready on the 4th of July. Uh, on whatever day the UFC was on, what was that, Saturday? Yes. Was that the 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 6th? What, what date was that? Yes, July the 6th. 6th. Okay. They decided to do as I do, and they mounted a massive screen television on the side of their house right next to where my scenario is in my backyard. And I was watching a movie with a friend and I didn't even realize the UFC was on. And all of a sudden it was booming. They had surround sound and speakers. And there was like 25 people in their backyard watching the fights. And it was, I, I had to literally go inside. I could not watch my movie. I couldn't even turn it up as loud as they were playing the UFC. So I texted my neighbor and I'm like, Hey, by the way, buddy, I'm glad to see you're a fan. Um, I've been co-hosting a show with Bruce Buffer and TJ DeSantis for over 10 years, once a month. Can you believe it? He goes, no way. That's awesome. And I go, isn't UFC life? And he goes, yeah. So meanwhile, I was so irritated until I realized it's the UFC. I can't be mad at these people. You know, play it at decibel 10, 20, whatever you want. But if it was anything else, I'd be like, turn that shit down. I'm trying to watch a movie. Yeah, it was crazy. You didn't watch any of the show then? No, but I heard it. I heard everything. The fight with the ladies. The other lady won. Not the one that I thought was going to win. Right. Well, here, we'll go into it. So follow, yeah. follow, follow with us and jump in where you'd like to. Yeah. Okay, so UFC 239, T-Mobile, sold out, Las Vegas, big show. Um, Wait, great... wasn't that the one you were going to take me to? No, 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 no. You know, that was the An- – no, no, that was the um, – potentially the Anaheim one, but the Anaheim one's completely sold out, Sammy. Tickets are ridiculously expensive. They're, they're costing over $1,000 now. Wow. But they, yeah, because I, I guess because of Nate Diaz, that's a, he's such a big draw. It's a shame he doesn't fight more, but – um, that show is just being hounded. I've had friends calling me and it's like, I can't even, you know, get tickets for them to, that they can buy. Wow. Yeah. Maybe we should like do some market research and then <laughs> I'd be worthy of a ticket. <laughs> show prep. But that's definitely worthy of a ticket, but I don't want to get in, in the way of bachelor number one or bachelor number two. So we'll, we'll leave it at that. All right. Well, anyway, so the show from the beginning started off, uh, you know, not strong, but good fights. Um, Went into the main card, Diego Sanchez, Michael Chiesa. Michael Chiesa dominating Diego Sanchez. Surprisingly so, but it was with his jits. It was with everything. It was um, just a a ground-and-pound situation. TJ, real quick, the people are saying Diego should retire, this, that, and the other. You've been in this game a long time. I'm going to ask you, I won't even give my opinion. Do you think Diego should retire? That's not a fair question for me. Uh, It's not a fair question for anybody other than Diego Sanchez. Diego, uh, Diego Sanchez. And yeah. let, let me just say this. Um, Diego, like there, there are a lot of factors in whether or not an athlete should retire. And right. there are even more factors uh, when it comes to combat sports and, and mental well-being and health. And, you know, I've seen people question where Diego is on that side of things. Let's, let's not forget Diego was the guy that was on the Ultimate Fighter that, you know, had to sleep with his head facing to the north and, you know, he's, he's always been kind of, I don't want to say out there in a bad way, but he he has a different philosophy on life than most people. He, he walks to a different tune. Right, absolutely. And beyond that, I don't think that we really saw him take a ton of punishment against Kiesa in the way that it was like, oh, he was getting, you know, just, you know, grazed on the chin and falling down and almost getting knocked out. I mean, he was, he was, he was wrestle-effed as the cool kids say. You know what I mean? And and it was a, a beautiful wrestling clinic by Chiesa. Um, Diego Sanchez is the type of dude that I, I believe will always have a job as long as he's able to pass the physical and the UFC, you know, wants to employ him. And I don't think the UFC is ever going to tell him to go away. And beyond that, I know that Diego Sanchez will be making his combat jiu-jitsu debut on August 17th at the CJJ fight night here in... Uh, Los Angeles, which is super awesome, but uh, I don't know. I, th- I think Diego, he's a lifer when it comes to martial arts. Uh, he obviously can't compete uh, for the rest of his life in mixed martial arts, but 
in one form or another until that man can no longer move, he'll be fighting. Okay, I, I agree with you. And um, I did notice a lot of his interviews and a few interviews excuse me, that I watch. He's trying more so to brand himself than ever as the different guy. Right. The guy I, that walks to a yeah. different tune. And, and I hate to say I hate to say that's a concerted effort. But it when is. people are it like is. when people are like, oh, I, I think he's lost it. Not Diego's no, always no. been this way. I think he's, he's hamming it up way. a little bit more. I think it's I think he's just working on his marketing and whoever his people are. I'm right. not saying that well, I agree with it. This yeah. is what their plan is. Th- this is the, this is the problem, though, Buff. It sounds like he doesn't have a lot of people around him right now. And he had uh, one person in his corner. Right. And, and he just one he person. just left Jackson Wink. And that's been, you know, his camp for pretty much his entire year, except for a, a brief few years that he was in San Diego. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with Diego. He can't have this approach again um, to a fight, but, you know, he'll he'll find himself. Okay, now let's go into the next three fights, and the word retire is going to come up again. This is like a retirement show, in a way, a question mark for some fighters in many people's heads, fans, and probably people that even work at the UFC, and from what I've observed, and I have a couple questions myself. So, Jan Blachowicz beat Luke Rockhold. Blachowicz, yep. Blachowicz, R- R- Luke Rockhold. Brutally with the one punch yeah. that I understand Luke broke his jaw. Okay. <gasps> so that's, that's, that's what I heard after the show. I don't know if that's been documented or not, but it was just, that was talk. So I, I, I haven't read anything. I don't know, but Luke went down hard. Luke oh. went down hard from Michael Bisping. Okay. Luke is now in the light heavyweight division where people punch a lot harder than in the middleweight division. And he's, there's monsters to be fought. How do you feel about Luke Rockhold's career? Um, I mean, Again, I'm not in the business of retiring fighters. I'm not, I'm not either. We're but just talking. L- let's just, just talking. say, let's just say, if if Luke Rockhold doesn't want to fight anymore, I don't think he needs to. Uh, right. I think he has amazing looks, and I think he'd probably be a model. And uh, he is. He is a model. He's I mean, a contract with I, Ralph Lauren. No, 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 I mean a real, real model. Not that a Ralph Lauren deal is not a big deal, but I'm saying like this dude doesn't need to go to the gym and get hit in the face. This de- dude d- just needs to go to the gym and hit the weights and maybe do it once every other day and live a great life and get paid to take photos. Yeah, um, I can see that. I, 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 feel, I feel like if he wants to walk away, it would be an appropriate time. But that fight fan in me buff still sort of feels like, I wonder what Rockhold can really do at 205 pounds. And, and let's not, uh, let's not like, ignore the fact that Jan Blahovich is a pretty damn good prospect at 205. It's not like he is some guy on his way out that lost five of his last six. Like, th- this guy is, is a really good fighter and uh, just picked up the biggest win of his career. Uh, I don't know. If Rockhold wants to continue to fight, I'm not going to question it. Again, and it's all up to the individual fighter. It is not up to us, but we're just observing and talking right now. Next fight, Jorge Masvidal, Ben Askren. Jorge, uh, uh, Sammy, I know you didn't see this one. You might have heard about it. Um let me pause Jorge you right Mas- there, Buff. Your your setup has been 15 times longer than the actual fight. What? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the fight lasted five seconds, Sammy. It actually lasted about three and a half because no. when he when when Ben rushed in, and I, I again, if if Jorge was advertising the fact that this was his plan, I was surprised that this was Ben's first move. Anyway, Ben rushed in to take him down, head down. Jorge did a perfect, beautiful, picturesque, um, point blank, perfect flying knee hit Ben in the face knocked out spasming on the ground I did not appreciate or like the fact that you know Masvidal doing his thing imitating Askren as he was in a KO spasm on the ground that's I not good sportsmanship I, I, I didn't see him imitating him I saw him get down on the on his knees and start barking at him a little bit before the camera hit him he stretched himself out I don't know if it showed on TV he ah. stretched himself out just like uh, who cares? Like who cares, Buff? I, I mean, he, here's the thing. It's in the moment. I don't think I he understand. was really being I that understand. disrespectful. It's just in the moment. No, and there was I a like lot of Jorge. trash talking. Yeah, a lot. A lot. I like Jorge. I, you know, I got it. It's, it's similar to Tito Ortiz doing the grave digger, you know, after he knocks somebody out. But a little more. And it was just to see Ben, when you get in there, in such a violent KO, a violent after KO effect, getting him to come back to himself. It's just, I don't know. It's just me. It's just me. Okay. But no, I, I hear you. Okay. That's all I'm saying. And even Dana, if I heard him correctly, uh, I heard the words be nice being said to Jorge when I was in the octagon. So with that being said, we'll leave it at that. So it set a record. Now Ben Askren, the long, glorious career that he's had and undefeated, I think it's 16 fights going into Saturday night. If I'm not mistaken, I have to check the record again. 
What do you see for Ben Askren after this fight? Because that is the kind of that is the kind of knockout that does end careers. Yeah, but okay, how many losses does he have? That's it. It's first loss. Right. And yeah. my belief strongly still, Bruce, is yes, I, th- I think we need to take some information from the way that guys lose fights and, and how they react to getting hit. But we have no real information to go on when it comes to Ben Askren and what kind of damage he's taken over his, his career. Because honestly, I feel the damage that sort of spells the end of your combat sports campaign generally is absorbed in the gym and not so much on the stage in front of people under the bright lights. It, it's how Agreed. you train. Um, Agreed. So with, with that in mind, I, Ben's a pretty smart guy. He's a pretty sharp dude. Uh, I, I think that he got knocked out brutally. Yeah, he probably should take six months to a year. Take that time. But to talk about retirement or or anything beyond, oh, it was a scary moment, that's, that's, that's uh, a forecasting stuff that I think is a bit irresponsible. Um, I would love to see him fight maybe the loser of Colby Covington and uh, Robbie Lawler. Uh, I think he's still very much a factor in the 170-pound division. There's some unfinished business there with Robbie Lawler. Uh, maybe if Robbie wins, you still want to make that fight, make that that fight happen. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. He, he just needs again, to take some time. Again, I agree with you fully. And again, it's all up to the fighters. And I'm not suggesting or saying that they should and the three people I've just talked about. It's just things that occur in the minds of not just myself but other people. Saturday night was a, a career-changing moment for right. a number of fighters, and we're going to go into the next one. Well, Amanda just Nunes re- re- real quick, real quick. Saturday night was a, a real stark reminder that this is the hurt business. This, that- is, the, this is the hurt business. There's no question. There's yeah. no question. Getting back to Askren and um, Masvidal. I told you I was going to put the UFC 239 cards up for charity auction. They'll be going up on Thursday. It will benefit the Forgotten Dogs Foundation in Los Angeles, which is a wonderful foundation that my brother's wife, Christine, is on the board of. And all the, you know, the money goes directly to taking care of these beautiful dogs that people have forgotten about that are looking for homes. I'm very excited about the, the auction. Um, and, again, the partial proceeds will benefit that. The Masvidal Askren card. Before it's even gone up for auctions, people were calling my memorabilia man who, who does this all this for me, and they said, I want that card. And they offered $900. And so I said, turn it down. It's got to go to auction. I think it's going to do better. And it wound up that we couldn't turn it down. He made us an offer we couldn't refuse. The card before auction just sold for $1,700, that one cardboard card. The Amanda Nunes card against Holly Holm, with Amanda Nunes now proving herself more than ever, she's definitely the greatest of all time female fighter ever. Um, it sold for $4,200, her last card against Cyborg. We'll see what happens there. But anyway, check, check eBay, folks. The auction goes up on Thursday. Let's get I, into Amanda. I, I hate to say this, Buff. I don't, I don't want to tell you how to sell your memorabilia. But what I would have done is I would have taken that offer for the Masvidal card and said, okay, we're going to put it on eBay. We're going to start the auction, but we've got a reserve of this. And if it doesn't sell, then you got that guy. Yeah, you know, I that's thought about. I talked to my guy, but see, here's the thing. I, I don't I used to put reserves and now it's like I'm not telling them to spend seventeen hundred. I'm not telling them to spend no, four thousand. But you Is got an whatever? offer. I mean that that's yeah. different than putting a reserve on it yourself, going, Oh, I'm not gonna part with it unless it gets this. It's gonna go no matter what, but you should allow the general public still to have their opportunity to bid that sucker up. I mean, the the reason that card is that expensive is because that's a record breaking card that's not gonna go anywhere. Like, no, not, one's, no one's going to get a, a knockout quicker than five seconds, Bruce. I just don't believe it's going to happen. No, it's a record-breaking card, and it's, it's it just sold for the second most that any card my cards are sold for. And it should have sold for five grand, and I think maybe it would have if, if you would have put it out there. But, you know, maybe that's, so. that, that's, that's good for this guy, you know, good for this guy. Maybe so, and maybe not. But you know what? It's the old story in sales. When you got the sale, you take the sale. But I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not getting away from you in that. Amanda Nunes, Holly Holm. Holly Holm knocked out, I forget the exact time, minute 30. Amanda Nunes proving the power she has, a bantamweight, a featherweight. Her next fight, uh, hopefully for all of us, we'd like to see her fight Cyborg again. I heard Dana say he'd love to make that fight. We'll see what happens. Question, here it comes again, TJ. Holly Holm. I love Holly. You know, I love her as a friend. I love her as a fighter. I want to see her safe. I want to see her sound. Is it time for Holly? Um, there's nothing left for her to prove. Right, um, it up. yeah, sixteen championships. Sure, uh-huh. I, I, I mean, again, it's up to her. If Holly Holm is fighting, I'm paying money to watch it. That's all I'll say. Clear, 
Me too. Okay, there's those questions there. Now we get into John Jones and Tiago Santos, the main event. Five-round fight. Tiago Santos has been reported, has completely demolished his knee. MCL, ACL, meniscus torn, all done in the first round, which meant every kick thrown, every movement, side-to-side motion for the next 20 minutes of that fight did nothing but tear up that knee even more. I hope it is. I hope he heals, but we're looking at not seeing Tiago Santos, by my guesstimation, knowing knee injuries, just having an ACL severed, much less an entire knee ruined. Uh, it could be over a year. Yeah, so we will I'd see. say 12 to 18 probably. Yeah, um, it's going to be very tough, very my, tough. My belief, too, uh, I thought that the decision, I didn't have a problem with it, but uh, on my scorecard, 48-48 draw with a 10-10 in the second round. I was close like you because uh, for obvious reasons. And John, now, have you heard anything with John? Did he break his foot? Because they were both in wheelchairs after this fight. I, I don't know if he had any structural damage like I that per se. I but I mean, when when both guys are essentially, you know, wheeled away from the octagon, you know, a there's, night's uh, work has been put in. My goodness. There's damage. There's no question. Well, I hope not because John on the show the other week said he wants to fight three times a year. We would all love to see that. Big kudos and congratulations to all the fighters Saturday night for putting their blood, sweat, and tears on the octagon floor. Had a great time. Thanks to all the fans in Vegas at the sold-out T-Mobile. Lots of energy, lots of excitement. I had a blast announcing the fight, and I was definitely pumped up for that. Now I'm getting ready for Sacramento next Saturday. We've got on Sacramento Jermaine Durandamy and Aspen Ladd in the main event. And the co-main, the return of the California kid, Uriah Faber and Ricky Simon, uh, Mursad Bektik. Hell of a fighter against Josh Emmett. I'm really looking forward to that fight. Lots of good fights in the card. We'll definitely see you from the Golden One Center in Sacramento on Saturday. Now, is our beautiful Sammy Phillips here? Because I need you, Sammy. We're going into the news, and I know you're going to go off on a couple of these stories. So I'm, I'm right here. Now, I'm just okay. going to turn my microphone off when you get to the story in question. Because yeah, yeah, well, we won't mention now. There's a couple to talk about before that. Let's go into a couple of sports stories. Sammy, I sent you the uh, outline for the show if you want to check it. You know, okay. I, I like to be surprised sometimes. Just uh, off the cuff, hit me with your best shot. Uh, uh, you, you got know. it. You got it. Just like Bachelor number one. Here yeah. we go. Okay. <laughs> this really is the SNR show. My goodness. <laughs> Ladies and Bachelor. gentlemen, welcome to 2012. You got you to you let me do a recording for you. Just make sure you play the right one. I'll do a special recording for Bachelor number one and a special recording for Bachelor number two. Uh, just make sure you play them at the right time, Sammy. That's all. <laughs> Presenting. Okay, here we go. Um, Miami Dolphins, Kendrick Norton. Okay, he's the defensive tackle for the Miami Dolphins. He was in a horrific accident on Thursday. Um, a horrible thing happened. It's horrible. It happens to anybody. This is a professional athlete, but he lost his arm. They had to amputate his arm from the crash. Therefore, I have to assume, I, I don't know of anybody that's played a defensive tackle with one arm. Uh, and I'm not trying to be funny here at all. I feel very bad Wait, for. Are you sure that there's, there's no football-y guy that doesn't have an arm? Well, he, here's the thing about that, Bruce. You got to tackle. Well, n- not not. See, I think you can tackle without that. I think it'd be actually a little bit harder to block. To be honest with you. Um, yeah, yeah because he, he could slip and slide. But is right, there but, anybody? Is but, there anybody that's played with a missing limb? Not, I do not know. N- not to my knowledge. But think about this. It's very difficult to get to that level without a limb someone that's already been at that level to then lose the limb like we have no doubt that he has talent right like proven talent so at this point maybe because of his skill that he's developed over the years maybe it's much more of a likelihood uh with someone you know getting to that level then losing a a limb and then still being able to continue after that Hmm. interesting well, we'll see. I just, again, my condolences and wishes go out to him and his family. It's horrific. It's horrific for many reasons. I'm sure as a young man graduating, going into football like everybody else, getting the big contract, taking care of his family, and all this is now up for question. It's tragic in, in more ways than one. Another situation that occurred, a man accused of cheating in the L.A. Marathon, not just once, but more than once, 70-year-old man accused of cheating during the L.A. Marathon was found dead four days later after being disqualified. So you wonder, was that self-inflicted or whatever. You can't help but think about that. Maybe because of the disgrace of finding out that he was cheating in the marathon. Just, I'm just throwing that out there. You know, yeah. Again. I don't, I don't know. Um, that's super 
odd, right? Like that's that's a yeah. weird coincidence. Did they did they say how he died? All they know is they left he left his house for a run on Thursday and his body was found lying in shallow water. Maybe he had a heart attack. He's 70 years old. Yeah. Not that you should at he 70. He died of a broken heart, guys. Well, it's you know, I'm sure something was going through his head after being accused of cheating, but the fact of the matter is in his history they they show that there were two other times he may have cheated to get better times also. So did he really Whatever. go for a run on the day he died, or did he just tell somebody he drove there and then? Uh, it's all up for a question. Who knows? That's it's a really a, that's uh, a really poor joke. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, really poor joke. Okay, now. <laughs> hey, come on! So I don't kill you like that. No, uh, no, no. It's okay. I'm just I'm just repeating what you said. Serena Williams was fined ten thousand dollars for damaging the Wimbledon court. I wasn't aware of this. It's interesting. So Wimbledon you know, she, is on clay, correct? To my knowledge, yes. Yeah, yes. and not it's not hard to mess up a court like that. Well, she got fined ten thousand. I wasn't aware Wimbledon hands out these kind of uh, fines. Australia's Bernard Tomic was fined his full Wimbledon full uh, prize money of fifty eight thousand five hundred last week for not meeting the required professional standard during a what they call a lackluster fifty eight minute round defeat by uh, Joe Wefford Tsonga. So because of lack of performance, can you imagine these being handed out in the octagon? Because of lack of performance, he lost his entire purse of 58500 Another thing that ended is uh, the Corey Coco Golf, the 15-year-old that a lot of us were hoping for, you know, to be the new sensation, which she is, even though she lost. Her magical run is now over. Another bomb. Italy's Fabio Bagnini was docked and fined $3,000, okay, for saying a bomb should explode on the All England Club uh, following his third-round loss to uh, the person he was competing against on Saturday. That's kind of a stupid thing to say. And then another uh, Australian, or yeah, Australian Nick Kragios, was fined twice, both 3000 and 5000 for unsportsmanlike conduct. I mean, McEnroe never got fined in the past. Not that I don't agree with this. You know how I am about this. I think fines should be handed down all the time for poor unsportsmanlike conduct and, you know, certain things. But I would love to know how many fines McEnroe got at Wimbledon in his day, if they were fining back then. Oh, I'm sure a ton. Because I used to date Vetus Gerolitis, and that was back in that time. Did you get that well, looked at? A, yeah, he was a piece of work. Yeah, did you get that looked at? Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like you need some antibiotics for that. That was, that, was, that, was, that was funny, too. Okay. Oh, that, that, that was funny. That was you funny. guys, you, what are you, 12? <laughs> You said something about uh, encephalitis. No, yeah. I said Vetus gerolitis. Penicillin. Oh, God. Is that how you say his name? Is gerolitis? Yes. Well, uh, clearly I dated him. So one yeah, would yeah. hope I know how to say his name. Gotcha. Okay. Well, now, Sammy, where were you when the earthquake hit July 4th to start off the fireworks? Were you home? Okay. So here's this weird shit. Yeah. I was home and I was in the kitchen cooking and uh, Yanira, uh, my roommate, yelled at me from the backyard and she's like, come out here, come out here. So I go running out there and she goes, I think we're having an earthquake. And I didn't feel anything in the house. And I saw that our pool, the water was swaying. So we're chatting for a second. I film, you know, I don't know, 30 seconds of a swaying pool. I'm like, oh, wow, look at that. And then all of a sudden, I look back at my pool and the water is sloshing out of the side, like just going over the side, slosh, slosh. And I'm like, what? I didn't feel anything. Uh, that was the extent of us even knowing that there was an earthquake. Now, the next night, uh, Yanira works at KBC. So she was on the radio producing a show when the, that earthquake, the 7.1 hit. And she tried calling me five times. I didn't answer. I was napping. I slept through the 7.1. I guess my house is really great because I didn't know that we had two fucking earthquakes. It was just like the most calmest, neutral ground ever. Nothing fell. Nothing happened. Just a little sloshing of pool water. That's it. Well, you know, we're used to it. And you and I have both been in the big earthquakes out here, TG. I'm sure you've had your experiences, too. 
I've been, you know, my beach house when I was there, I watched the walls literally perform. You know, a wave in a stadium. I watched the walls of my house, as many people have in earthquakes, perform the wave, literally waiting for the walls to break open during the big earthquake. This earthquake that happened here was kind of like an e-ticket ride at Disneyland. It was probably a 3 to 3.5 in L.A., which is aftershock type level. It was nowhere near the 7.1 that the epicenter, which was 132 miles away, which was devastating. And then two days later, they had even a bigger earthquake, or excuse me, a 6.9 two days later. And if you have an earthquake, app, which those of you that might be interested in having an earthquake app, the one to get is called Quake Feed. You'll see these earthquakes since the earthquake happened on July 4th. There have been dozens mm -hmm. of aftershocks and earthquakes. The earth is breaking wind. And in breaking wind, oh. it either calms down or we have a huge one coming. Wait, if you know the what I'm earth saying. is farting? Yes, basically. It's how I look at it. It's releasing itself. And then, you know, in time, hopefully not for a bigger one to come. But I've been through too many of these things that you have, Sammy, and I've seen this kind of thing. I don't mean to be a pessimist because I am an optimist at heart, but I do feel that there's an L.A. quake on its way. Just like oh, I was worried it, about. Bruce. Shush. It just hit. It just hit. 7.1. That's <laughs> no, good enough. No, We're done no, for a I while. Was, I do feel I was, there's a bigger one, but don't say anything. Don't do not speak the words into existence. I am hoping it doesn't happen. And let's say it doesn't. It's just, you know. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. I won't, oh, I won't jinx it. I don't want to hear it, but be prepared, Sam. No, the point I'm trying to make as I go into this is people living in L.A. should take note. Sammy, you're in Northridge, which is an area that got hit hard many, many years ago. You have to, Are you prepared, Sammy, if your electricity goes out? Are you prepared if stores close? Are you prepared for that three, four days you need food and supplies? Yeah. Earthquake hits? yeah Prime, Prime now yeah. exists. So right. the big earthquake, no power, stores are closed. You just pull up your phone. You still got some battery left. You pull up that Amazon app and go, I need toilet paper. And then it's there within two hours. Well, I hope Done. that works. I hope that works if that's the case. But even if you don't have that, or you don't go there. You got to have the spare water. You got to have things in the side. I'm being sarcastic, Buff. You, I know you are. I you know no you sell are. all my jokes. And I don't know if you're just like not getting it or if I'm just really <laughs> not that funny. No, no, you're, no, you're funny. I was on a serious note. I didn't quite, you know, want to go over to the dark side or the funny side. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Look, look, we all know what to do with an earthquake. And then again, there's many people that don't know what to do in an earthquake. People be aware, be aware where to go in your house, standing below the door jams, whatever the case might be, be aware. Okay. This is the but, reality in which we live here in Los Angeles. By the and way, I'll, I didn't, I didn't grow up with earthquakes. So I was holding on to the door frame, screaming and hollering. My wife is freaking out. My son's scared. My dog's laughing at me. I'm like your dog. I was having a good time. I just hope that everybody, I just hope nobody gets hurt. I actually enjoy the ride. I just hope nobody gets hurt and there's no structure, yeah. but that's not always the case. All right. Now we're going to go to a couple, one more story. Joey Chestnut and Mickey Sudo defended their titles at the 2019 Nathan, Nathan famous hot dog eating contest that happens on July 4th. Uh, Chestnut went into it. Um, he, he basically went against Jeffrey Asper, the number two ranked eater in the world by the major league eating association i guess they're called and he's the world pizza eating champion the guy ate 83 pieces 83 10 inch pieces of pizza in 10 minutes how do these people do this chestnut set a record last year of eating 74 hot dogs he couldn't break the record this year but he ate 71 hot dogs this year and good for him i think you know think about it don't think the displacement of your organs inside your body Holding all that food, I, it's got to be a horrific nightmare physically for somebody. Uh, yeah. Strongly. Oh, uh, oh, God. No, just no. Go, go, go check it out. Documentary on uh, ESPN. Uh, you can watch it on ESPN Plus as well. Uh, called The Good, The Bad, and The Hungry. It uh, documents okay. the rivalry between Joey Chestnut and uh, Takeya Kobayashi. And uh, you see both guys training and what they did to put their bodies through some of the rigors of competition. And uh, really fascinating stuff. Competition, like it's a real fucking competition. Come on, it's eating. What do you a mean? Hot dog. Come on, Sammy, okay, Sam, Sammy, Sam. that is Sammy, that is a competition. Sam. There, How can you not say Sam. really? Yes. Is it an Olympic event? Because until it's an Olympic event, it doesn't exist. Okay, so no, poker is not Sammy. an Olympic event. Yeah, mixed martial Sammy, arts is not an Olympic yeah. event. Well, that baseball's should... not an Olympic event. That Sammy. should be. 
Sammy, you're stepping on yourself on that one. Think about it. There's Wait. so many sports not in the Olympics. I just, I, There's $10,000 on the line, and it's who can put the most amount of food in their stomach in a period of time. I can't yeah. think of more stress in the body. There are plenty of sports that are less stressful, that are a lot oh. easier for the average person to do than to try oh. to gorge themselves at the high level. Seriously. Then, then yeah. Sammy, seriously, how many hot dogs do you think you can eat in how many well, minutes? let me explain to you. I'm going to explain something to you. Hold your hand in a fist. Make a fist because you're so angry at me right now. I'm that not, is the size what? of your stomach. That little teeny tiny fist. Untrained, That's, yes. But I'm again, trained. watch the good, the bad, or the hungry and watch these guys see what, what they do to their body. Eat and vomit, eat and vomit and just – like make their stomachs bigger because that's Sammy, the only way that Sammy, you can stop all that I, in there. I agree with you. You can say it's a ridiculous sport. That's fine. You can say that. You can say Curl, that. Sure. Curling to me, it's it's it looks fun. It looks awesome, but it's a ridiculous sport. No, that's sport. stupid too. Okay, sure. But my point is this: the uh, riggers that are put on these athletes' bodies, and and they are athletes. They train Wait, very hard. These hot dog eaters are athletes. You're saying that one hundred percent. 100%. Because they're, they're putting their bodies to test. Right, they're exactly. putting their bodies to a test. That's exactly. an athletic endeavor. Like, I'm, I'm going to say, I, I give Buffer crap about this all the time, and poker's not a sport. It's a oh, game. It's a it. game. No, so no, all the people that overeat and that are overweight no, are no, athletes. No, they're, they're not just, competing. They're, just, they're, they're competing, competing against themselves and their waistline. Yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're, th thank you. That's what their competition is. No, Joey Chestnut, no, Joey Chestnut no. is, wait, Joey Chestnut probably has a 32-inch waist. I love you guys are so angry about the hot dog eaters. Uh, see, I think you 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 misconstrue anger in like a passionate here argument. Here, here I, I got one for Sammy. I got one for Sammy. Are porno stars athletes, Sammy? Oh God, having having sex multiple times a day? No, they're not okay. competing against anybody. So, well, you can argue that they are actually competing against somebody. Highly tuned beings. I mean. You try yeah. fucking for five hours straight. You do it. Well, okay. he, here's well, the thing. There there are sexual records, correct? Yes. Then, yes, you can have competition sports-based Is Is Houston for the Houston 500, is that an athletic endeavor, as gross as it was? I don't know what that means. It's not gross. She banged, let me think. I think it was like 200 guys twice, and then another 100 went a third time. Huh? Yeah, and they had what a thirty seconds uh, limitation or something yeah. like that. Yeah, they. Yeah. Okay. And it was it was supposedly five hundred guys, so it was hundred it, penetrations. Yeah, the Houston five hundred is that an athletic endeavor? As gross as it sounds, it's not an athletic endeavor per se. It's not Bruce. gross. I mean, but, if you want to gangbang a whole bunch of hundreds of people, it, it's. I, it, I'm sorry, Sammy. I think it's a gross endeavor. Well, you know what's gross? No, let me hang on a second. Let me. No, no. You. you I oh my god. No, you. Want, you, you, know, you, you go with Sammy. Sammy, hear I, me I, out. Hear me. Sammy, hear me this out. This is know competitive what, talking right now. This is yeah, a sport. <laughs> you know. You know what was one of the? Because I caught that years ago. I caught a glimpse of this. Somebody showed me like about five minutes of it. Right. I'll tell you what the grossest thing of that whole thing was, aside from her. In her, in oh, in her, in no, 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 Sammy, Sammy, let me finish. I've met her too. I'm not saying she's gross. I'm not. Pardon me if it sounded like that. I'm not demeaning Houston's character by any standards. The act that she did, I find a little gross. That's my own personal prerogative. But what the real grossest part of that whole thing was, was watching 200 guys standing in line, naked or half naked, behind each other, uh, aroused to go after one girl who's making, meeting all guys 500 times. That was a very pathetic thing for me to see i i thought who, what guy would do this right would you do that tj uh i wouldn't have sex with my wife on tape for money so no yeah i wouldn't do it and sammy am i wrong or are you saying oh these guys are all studs or standing in line i mean i think it's kind of pathetic pardon me Sorry. I, I think talk, you're talk. I, th I think you're a bit out of line in that buff but they're all consensual adults who want to do whatever they want to do. What I was trying to say. I don't think they're pathetic. Yeah. Some of those guys were living out I, their fucking dream. Can I please just say the one thing that I wanted to say like two please, minutes ago? Please do. Please yeah. do. Please do. So regarding your question about porn stars and athletes and sex. Yes, you can have sex for sport. If you're trying to set a record. Yes. Is it a sport? No. But there is a competition if you're striving to beat someone at something. And uh, I guess if I, I don't even know what this Houston thing is, it sounds like a gangbang. Is that what you're talking about? It was, yeah. It was, okay. yeah it was, I have no exactly idea. So, so, so yeah, that's sex for sport per se. Sure. Yeah. Is it, is, is sex a sport though? No, just like 
because eating for sport can be a sport, just eating lunch, Sam, is not a sport. It doesn't work that way. Right. But yes, there can be competitive things like that are sport. Eating is one and, of them. And if an individual wants to eat a lot, as you mentioned, Sammy, that's an individual's choice. They're not in a competition. They're just not taking care of themselves. You know, bottom line. And let me let me uh, apologize for the term pathetic. Okay, sorry about that. I just look at that, and it's something that I could never even fathom in my lifetime, even considering for one millimeter of a second that I would you ever. Mean you mean you unbang a hundred girls all lined up? Mm, no. Ah, you had to think about it though. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam has her tackle box today. She's trolling. Say, hey, listen, Sammy, what she's penthouse pet, right? Yeah. Forever. There you go. Oh my god, the first time ever you didn't call me a penthouse playmate. Thanks. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it right that time. Okay, as usual, we got boy, this is similar to the old SNR show. Okay. Very, very cool, but we're staying with the parameters of PC. So we're all good, except for me, yeah. maybe. Okay. Um, all right. Now, big one here that just happened as we switch over. Mad Magazine. You, were you a Mad Magazine reader, Sammy? Uh, I know it was the guy with the freckles and the big grin on the cover. Yeah, Alfred E. Newman. And yeah. um, I used one of my favorite characters that draws in the magazine. I, I read this religiously as a kid. Cracked me up. 67 years. Mad Magazine, another iconish magazine, is vanishing from the newsstands. That's another one that's going to be wiped out. Uh, the Kevin Spacey sex assault case could be dismissed, Sammy. The accuser no. took the fifth, Yep, the accuser took the Fifth Amendment. As a result, they may dismiss the case. And, um, you know, we cannot say guilty or not guilty because it hasn't been proven yet. We all have our thoughts on the matter, but it looks like that one's going to go by the wayside. What do you think, not to change the subject, but along the same lines of something that happened and didn't happen and has been and hasn't been? What about the Jussie Smollett thing and them dropping the charges on him? Well, you know. In that case, not knowing the whole thing except for what I read in the tabloids and news and otherwise, it's the type of thing that they drop the case, then the case is over. It's up to personal opinion from that point forward. I can't really comment beyond that. Right, right. That, you know, yeah. if he's not been declared guilty, they drop the case. He's not been declared innocent. They drop the case. So what do you do? It's a personal opinion at that point, isn't it? Very true. Yep, very true. Mm -hmm. uh, Okay, authorities seized an abandoned boat in Puerto Rico. Get this, guys. When they seized this abandoned boat, just abandoned, right? It had $4 million in cash in the boat. Oh, my God, no. So we all know what that boat probably was all about. But, you know, it's like it was abandoned with $4 million in cash. Who the hell left that boat alone? Uh, drug dealers. Escobar, yep. maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. All right. Stupid is a stupid does a story of the week. A man pretending to be a police officer pulled over an individual. Right. But the problem was the person he pulled over was an off duty police officer. So he was arrested. Oh, my God. Stupid is as stupid does. All right, Sammy, here we go. <sighs> Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, my God. The billionaire Jeffrey Epstein is in the news. Sammy, I'm going to let you take this from here because there's all these accusations going on, you know, that he was having sex slave, you know, parties, uh, the young girls uh, entertaining people from President Trump to President Clinton. Uh, I'm sure you're up on this because I, I heard on the news you were watching CNN as they were talking about it before you came on the show. I'm going to give you the floor and try to be as non-emotional as you can and explain to our listeners what is going on with this case. Wait, no, I don't. I'm not the paragon who knows about this pedophile don't have me explain it. I just oh, I, know that he's a fucking weirdo who's charged or indicted on uh, underage sex with uh, with young women uh, as young as 14 years old, that he was a predator who used other young girls to get other young girls, right. uh, and that he did it something within the knowledge of Trump or I don't. You, not the, not, not you know what I love here? You know what I love here? I know she's not like completely educated on the story, but her raw like anger towards this man because he deserves it. Like what he's being accused of is disgusting. I wish there was someone like Sam on one news outlet that broke the news this way. Hey, this effing weirdo did some crazy shit and it's really bad. I want that. I'll, I'll subscribe to that. Here's the other thing. So forget the fact that he did the sex trafficking and the blah, 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 blah. Then there's the labor guy 
the secretary, the Acosta dude, who did a secret back alley backdoor deal that buried all the bullshit with this Epstein dude a decade ago and silenced all the accusers and they did some kind of, he turned evidence or did something where he fucking, I don't know, helped them get other people, whatever the fuck this guy did. Uh, long story short, had they busted him back then, that would have saved all these other victims from being pre preyed and predatored upon by this asshole. Yeah, it's pretty horrific. They, the, the accusations are visitors to his private Caribbean island, which was known as, get this, Orgy Island. He's had guests there. I'm not putting any blame on any of these individuals, um, but he was putting... Uh, he had Bill Clinton there. He had Prince Andrew there. He had Stephen Hawking there. Uh, there's been talk about him and Trump, you know, knowing each other. Mm. I'm not accusing any of these individuals of anything. The accusation is on Epstein. Mm. And basically, 13, 12, 14, that is pedophilia at some of its worst. And it's horrible. And this man's a billionaire, which doesn't mean that he shouldn't, you know, what does that mean? It means he's got a lot of money. It's an individual is an individual. A-holes are a-holes and nice people are nice people. But I think this story is going to go a little wider than we've read, Sammy, as 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 it gets exposed. Oh, yeah, no, because if he was trafficking underage girls for other wealthy people and they were all going to his island and, you know, uh, diving into the underage buffet, uh, those people will eventually come out. And regarding uh, Dump, uh, Mr. Uh, President, uh, I'm looking at a, a, a the New York Times. They did an article. Obviously, everyone's writing about it. So in 2002, Trump described Epstein as a terrific guy, telling New York Magazine, it is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. It was no secret that this guy liked underage girls. Yeah, I know. It's been coming out because it's been brought up before. But now, now he is under the onus of the law, and I hope they take care of this, and I hope he gets the maximum, maximum penalties allowed in this situation. Because pedophilia is something I have absolutely no, I, I, it, you can tell from my voice I'm upset. I hate this stuff. I hate it. I hate reading about it and just throw the law at him after he's proven guilty, if he's guilty, which these allegations are pretty serious. That's all I can say. TJ, any comment? I'll move on to the next No, one. I mean, I think, uh, I think it's been covered finally here. Oh, okay. guess what? They discovered a treasure trove of photos. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. That's usually been the killer for a lot of pedophiliacs. Pedophiliacs. Well, also, Pedophiliac. you know, sick motherfuckers, they like to keep a trophy of their conquests. So whether if you're a serial killer and you keep a lock of hair or a fingernail or a tooth or whatever the fuck they do, same thing with these pedophiles. They keep photos or videos or some other uh, record of their conquest with this kid. Right, I'm getting sick of you talking about it. Let's see how this let's see how this story pans okay. out. One more thing. One more thing. All right, Sammy, go. Prosecutors said they seized hundreds and possibly thousands of suggest sexually suggestive pictures of nude or partially nude young women and girls during the search of his Manhattan townhouse on Saturday and a cache of photos, some of which were discovered in a locked safe that also contained CDs with labels like girl pics nude demonstrate the predatory attitude that Mr. Epstein continues to have toward young women. Horrible again. Bye, Epstein. Yeah, bye, Epstein, I think. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And imagine if these treasure trove of fucking photos have other high-powered men in them. Oh, this, you know, there could be people out there shaking in their boots right now. Uh -huh. Who knows? Who knows? Uh-huh. We'll find out. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Let's move on to another story. Roller coasters. Who loves roller coasters? Who doesn't love roller coasters? Well, they got a new one out, guys. Max Force Launch Coaster. Zero to 78 miles an hour in less than two seconds. Whoa. You want to talk about bad things to your organs? That doesn't sound good. Yeah, that's like a jet. That's like a fighter jet taking off when you think yeah, about it. Yeah, what is the G-rated? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering what the G-force is in that. Hmm, I don't know. Don't know. Scramble the brain. Yeah, it's got the world's tallest double inversion at 175 feet above the ground. 
Uh, it's got the fastest version of any roller coaster in the world with a 60 mile per hour zero gravity roll. That's 95. What does KPH mean? Uh, kilometers per hour. Kilometers per hour. Um, there's five high speed inversions on the coaster. And the coaster's cars were modeled after re- Formula One racing cars. Sounds like a heck of a roller coaster, to be honest with you. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't, I'm probably not going to go on that one. No, that won't be for me I, either. When I went to Disney World earlier this year, guys, like, I, I was a ride junkie as a kid. Like, I loved rides. I went on the damn teacups. I was done for the rest of the day. Did you get nauseous? Yeah. <laughs> From the teacups? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, God. I was Wait going, yeah. Wait, did There's you guys the- see the freaking Disneyland brawl? No. No, no, no. I saw the baseball uh, no. Little League brawl. What no. happened at Disneyland? No. Literally right now, type in Disneyland and all of a sudden it will be brawl or fight. It happened on either uh, oh, yeah. July or the 5th of July. Literally an entire family uh, ended up beating each other up. Guys were hitting girls. Girls were hitting girls. Oh my god! I'm I'm looking at the video right now. This is no. It literally the unedited footage is four and a half minutes long before any Disney security shows up, and then they pick on the women that were beat up and not the guy. Can I just say? I hate to say this, but that would never happen at Disney World. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that happens at Disneyland. That just it doesn't fly in Orlando and, and it much tighter ship. Toontown, where the kids are. Well, it's Disneyland. There's kids everywhere. No, no, no. But like, it's specifically for the kids. There's areas where it's more kiddy than other areas. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I just, I don't know. Like, this is this is crazy. I'm watching. You this. don't. It's tough. No, it gets worse. It gets worse at about two minutes. And then there apparently the aggressor man's mother is in a wheelchair and she tries to break it up several times. In the end, they knock her over on the ground. Look at this uh, guy just punching women. He's punching his either his wife or girlfriend in the face several times and either his brother's wife or girlfriend in the face several times. They need some new security protocol there. No they're, they're, fucking shit. Yeah, like there needs to be you know, people that are either completely dressed and are there a show of force like you obviously see them or undercover something let's get let's get down to the reality of the situation it it's horribly horrific horribly horrific where it happened in the land of pleasure and peace and children and, and adult happiness but my gosh the kids watching this this can have an effect on children you know this can have it a real effect on these young. They don't Bruce, know what Bruce, they're watching. Bruce, yeah. it, it's not could have an effect on children. It, it, has. it does. It has. Yeah. It has. Oh, there's it's, one little baby. Oh, whoever the aggressor guy is, I guess the lady who he's punching in the face. She had a, a cart of kids and one of them's just walking around, just walking in circles in between the people fighting. This is child. This, this is also what, what, what charges are going to be handed down. Child endangerment has to be. Yes. Most definitely. Oh, God. I didn't even hear about this. It's horrible. All right. Okay, let's go on to something a little fun, okay? <laughs> a little positive here. For those of you that have Hulu, I want to recommend two excellent TV series shows. If you enjoy shows or movies or anything about World War II surrounding that historic moment in the history of the world, uh, they made they made a series off the movie Das Boot, which is one of the best uh, oh, World yeah. War II movies out there. I've seen this. Buffer, it might shock you, but I've seen that before. I mean, you I haven't actually, even seen the damn good. Godfather, but I've seen that one, yeah. Well, good, good. Kudos to you there, TJ. What, Sammy? You ever see Das Boot? Yes, a long time ago. Yeah, excellent movie. Well, the yeah. TV series on it is phenomenal, but a very, very tough, not for kids. And have you guys seen Chernobyl? I've not. I've no, heard nothing but great things though. Nothing but great things. I've heard about it too. It's and the, amazing. The other series I want to recommend is from World War II is Catch Twenty Two, which is a remake again of the movie and the famous uh, book, and that is just nonstop. You know, all about the B-52 bombers and soldiers that served on them in World War II. Um, fictional story, partial history involved, but two two very fascinating TV shows if you want to catch them on Hulu only. That's my recommendation for this week. And my feel-good story, uh, you like this too, a man named John and a woman named Phyllis. John is 100 years old. She's about to turn 103. He's a World War II veteran. And on August 8th, uh, she turns 103. They're Ohio-based 
seniors living in a living senior living facility and they're going to get married. I love this. At 100 and, and 103, they're going to tie the knot together and live out their last days of their lives or years of their lives together. I find that to be a very beautiful thing. I look at the picture of these two and considering the horrific stories, a couple of which we talked about in the show, it's a beautiful way to end the show and to see the happiness in this elderly couple's face. So that made me happy, folks. Yeah, it's a great story. Uh, I mean, that's that's a notebook type of yeah, story. Exactly. You know what I mean? So. Exactly. Exactly. It's beautiful. All right, Sammy, whatever's coming up, not throwing up, whatever's coming up, let us know what's happening. Go. Uh, um, All right. Have a great week, Sammy. PJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So follow Sammy on Instagram at no, Sam. Hit me with some kind of Trump bullshit. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. What, what, what peeved you off most in the last two weeks about Donald Trump? Go. President Trump, go. I, I don't even know where to start. Probably his uh, comments on Epstein from like a decade ago or whatever, yeah. right? I, I, I don't want to waste my valuable, precious time and the beautiful air in my lungs talking about that piece of shit. You can't say that literally after you say hit me with some Trump stuff, but uh, yeah. that's fine. Uh, no, all- I thought you were, were setting me up to no, hit me with Trump no. stuff. No, no, no. So, you said you said you you mentioned Trump. I said, go ahead, tell us what ticked yeah, you no, off. No, I know that, but I thought I didn't realize that when you were trying to lead me to segue to say goodbye, I thought you were leading to segue to tell me about something about Trump. No, 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 no. Yeah. I I have no uh, Trump stories other than you know the fact, I can't the fact that he knew Epstein. That's all I can say. Yeah, fuck him. Have uh, <laughs> have you guys watched any of the uh, the the Democratic debate from a couple weeks ago? No, I didn't. I was traveling. No, I really kind of didn't either. I I did, and I don't know why I am. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like it's too early right now. There, there's way too many candidates. We're not even voting this year. They'll be, they'll be, the, the candidates are going to be watered down pretty quickly to whatever's going to be in the main race. And for those listening on the show internationally, I just want to let you know, in case you don't figure it out, uh, Miss Sammy Phillips did not vote for Donald Trump in the last election to be president. I think that's no. kind of apparent, though. No, no, I I could be a disgruntled Trumpster, you know, unhappy with the false promises and the bullshit that he claimed that was going to change my life for the working middle class that never really happened. The only thing he's done is put in conservative judges, period, end of story. Anytime you say that a president hasn't done their job yet, they're going to say, well, I haven't had eight years yet. Oh, fuck that shit. (laughs) (laughs) If you can't get shit done in two years, fuck off. Get out of here. I'm serious. I'm serious. We need Sam to have her own like CNN, whatever type of panel show where she has no filter and these talking heads who have to be buttoned up all the time. Just look at her and go, who is this crazy lady that is telling it like it is? That would make that would make for absolutely great TV. There's no question. No question. All right, Sammy. I love you, Sam. I love both of you guys very much. And uh, you can follow me, The Single Life, on Twitter, Sam's Pajama Party on Instagram, Sammy Phillips on Facebook. Buff, buff. I really thought that would land with more impact. Yeah, maybe so. Sammy, he said he loved you. Yeah. You can't, you never get, TJ never says that to you, Sammy. Well, never never again. We can can rewind. No, no. Yeah, no. I'm going to edit it out. Yes, that just slipped right through. mm -hmm. Yeah, I see where I stand. No, you know what? Maybe it's from all the years of mm-hmm. me telling you I love you and you not reciprocating and giving me some bullshit excuse why you can't say you love me back. You're great, Sam. I got to go. There I, we go, Sam. You had your shot. Now we're back to the other. No, way. no, this is not fair. This is not. No, you're this isn't an abusive relationship where I don't do something the one time. And then we go back to the abuse. No, no. I <laughs> love you, TJ. Say it back. Yeah, you're great. no. No, that's a false bullshit promise of love. You can follow me on Twitter at TJ DeSantis. You can follow all my uh, MMA stuff on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash between rounds. Thanks, Will you say that you love me on Twitter? I I, I think you're a great follow on Twitter. I love you on Twitter. Oh, I love you too. Sammy, thank you for for your 11 years of monthly service. And now you're going to have to wait another 11 years to hear that TJ loves you and Hopefully I'm around for another 11 years so I can hear it too. And with that Has being it been said, 11, are we past the 10 year mark? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We're, uh, 11 and two months. 
bullshit. Yeah, May. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And, and also Buff, you're going to be around in another eleven years. You may oh, not sure. hear though. You know, hearing goes. <laughs> goes. <laughs> hey, Michael's seventy four and he hears perfectly. I'm sure everything's going to be. He fine doesn't above. listen to this podcast when Sam's on, and we scream all over each other. I know, I know. I think I'm going to send this him this one specifically because uh, Michael and Sammy have one thing in common: their love of Donald Trump, President Trump. <laughs> you got to follow Michael on everybody. Follow at Michael Buffer on Twitter. My brother makes some pretty pretty strong tweets. I think you would like it, Sammy. Start following Michael on Twitter and have a, I and have a couple laughs. I will. I love your brother. I love all your brothers. Yeah. Well, Brian said to say hi. He's waiting for me at a restaurant right now, so we got to sign off. Sammy, love you, dear. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week with you. TJ, love you, brother. All things good. Everybody out there listening, love you all. Thanks for tuning in. You're such loyal listeners. The reports we get in our listening and our growing listening audience, the one thing that the reporter tells me is that we have this amazing loyal audience. They tune in every week. And for all of you, thank you very much. Thank you for your orders coming in, for your audios and your videos through BruceBuffer.com. Of course, we're busy as heck all the time and loving every minute that we do these for you. And they will be coming to you for a long time. I'm not going to stop the service. It's going to continue to grow. All right, I think that's about it. I don't have anything else, and I guess we're all good. So with that being said, TJ, you're done. Sammy, you're done. Have a great week. I mean, you're done on the show. I mean, you're done today. I mean, we're done on the show. You know what I mean, right? I got to go. You got to go. You got to go. I got to go, too. I got 78 hot dogs to eat. All right, everybody. Thank you you for tuning in. You sound like an athlete, Buff. Jeez. I know. I got to go train. (laughs) (laughs) Just say buffer out, and we can end this thing. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Everybody, be a role model your sphere of influence. Set your goals, write them down, learn everything about them before you step on that path. And when you do, do the best you can. Be the best you can be, and that will mean you're winning. And that's what we talk about on It's Time Radio. We're all about winning. Have a great week. Much love to everyone. Much respect to everyone. We'll be back next week, and I'll see you from the Octagon on Saturday from Sacktown. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. Hey, I'm Kayla. As a mom working from home, life is crazier than ever, especially on days like these. But I'm still ruling my day thanks to Metro. Metro gave me an awesome phone and tablet. Now my son can get his homework done on the tablet without needing to borrow my laptop. Plus, with Metro, Amazon Prime is included, so I can access great deals and discounts on school essentials and get them delivered in no time with unlimited free shipping. All while keeping an eye on my son to make sure he finishes his online practice tests before he starts watching his favorite Amazon originals. Right now, get a new phone and tablet on us when you switch to Metro, the number one brand in prepaid. Plus, enjoy high-speed data on both devices with one Amazon Prime membership included for just $75 a month. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. I'm Kayla, and that's how I rule my day with Metro. With new lines of service after rebate redemption plus sales tax and activation fee. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members on select rate plans. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 a month cost. Restrictions apply.